Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Anzac Day Monday. Today, obviously, therefore, being the 25th of April, 2022. It's the first Anzac Day in two years uh, where Australians are free to travel to the Gallipoli Peninsula over in Turkey to uh, witness a frontline dawn service where the Anzacs landed on those shores on this day in 1915. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as the interactive entropy software, uh, where you can send through a question or even better yet, send through a super chat. Hello to all the regulars in the chat, uh, Margot, Slayer, Cresho, and Ron. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, uh, where the dawn service at the Shrine of Remembrance was open to all, unlike last year with the shameful lockout of veterans who couldn't obtain tickets to the COVID-safe event. Uh, I think we all remember this uh, iconic photo of this uh, veteran, uh, John Murphy, who was... uh, had to pay his respects behind the, the barbed wire uh, there that was in, in 2021. And of course, in 2020, uh, Anzac Day uh, commemorations across the nation were banned uh, because they coincided with the, the first nationwide uh, COVID lockdown. And uh, w- Western Australia is still uh, a year behind the rest of us. Their Anzac Day was cancelled in 2021 due to a, a McLean lockdown. And in 2022, they still had uh, ticketed exclusive uh, events. Uh, uh, I think there was only 300 allowed uh, for their uh, dawn service. And now we've seen over the past two years the, the freedoms that uh, the Anzacs and diggers fought for uh, evaporate. And I remember that uh, Topher Field got his first uh, COVID fine uh, by uh, speaking at an illegal Anzac Day service in uh, Trafalgar in uh, in eastern uh, Victoria. Uh, the this uh, what is it? A, a satirical or more? It's it's hard to tell that this is satire because it's just more grim reality. So, uh, is isfka.com, uh, so E-Z-F-K-A.com, it stands for the Economic Zone, formerly known as Australia. So the headline is Australians celebrate Anzac Day by recalling how they were pussied out and bent the knee to globalist tyranny over the past uh, two years. 
Aussies have raised a glass to how they all did what they were told by some globalist oligarchs and recanted stories of hiding under the bed during COVID. We've seen the past two years that the average Australian has been reduced to a gutless economic unit that just bent over to tyranny to protect the value of their house and mindless hedonism. The Anzacs would spit on them for what they've allowed their country they handed over to the current generations to become. Uh, this fictional professor Mark Johnson said, but hey, they can still claim their legacy, even though they're not a shadow of the strong men of that era. Yeah, as I said, it's supposed to be satire, but uh, sounds like reality. Uh, now we had uh, Scott Morrison today in his uh, speech at the the war memorial uh inv invoke uh, the the anzac or war uh sacrifices of the the anzacs comparing it today to the ukrainians fighting for uh for their freedoms in the spear of the arc of autocracy and uh, as this uh collapsitarian blog says uh, do you know what's pretty autocratic, Scott, putting the country under lockdowns, a term that originated in the US prison system, making people unemployable for not taking something, suppressing information about the origins of a virus released in a hostile power that has all the hallmarks of something. I won't read it out because of the, the uh, YouTube algorithms there, but uh, you get the point. And we had uh, Defence Minister uh, Peter Dutton uh, again uh, warn that we could see uh, another war in the, the near future, war with uh, China. And he declared that uh, if the, the, the Chinese uh, put uh, military bases on the Solomon Islands uh, as part of the, the recently signed security pact between the Solomon Islands and China, it would be a, a red line, uh, basically saying that uh, it would be the uh, be like the red line that the US drew uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis when uh, Soviet nuclear, nuclear warheads uh, were shipped over to Cuba. We had the, uh, the Greens uh, call uh, this uh, the, uh, the fears that China will build a military base on the Solomon Islands are actually uh, racist. So uh, Jordan Steele-John, the WA Green Senator, who's their foreign affairs uh, spokesman, uh, said that Australia's approach to China has been uh, paternalistic and racist uh, because... Uh, <laughs> This is certainly uh, him saying that uh, Communist China will certainly love because they love uh, uh, keeping Australia divided through identity uh, politics. And, of course, it's ridiculous to claim that uh, all Chinese Australians are, are, are communists. If you criticise uh, Communist China, you're not criticising all Chinese. That's uh, ridiculous. Although Scott Morrison went into uh, this uh, uh, racism uh, deflection uh, when uh, the Labor Party released an attack ad uh, against uh, Liberal member for Chisholm, Gladys Liu, uh, mentioning that uh, the Liberals had to give back uh, $300,000 in donations from, uh, uh, from a fundraiser she held uh, because the donors were deemed uh, security risk risks and uh, Scott Morrison said they're attacking her because she's Chinese and uh, these are, are sewer tactics. So 
Scott Morrison uh, playing the race card just as appallingly as the the Greens do. And now the the far left, uh, they've uh, they used to uh, attack uh, Anzac Day and uh, the the Anzac legend, uh, Catherine Deveney, that uh, leftist atheist comedian, comedian uh, has called it uh, Bogan Halloween. But uh, the left have started to, to like Anzac Day of recent years uh, because uh, Australian diggers fought to uh, defeat the Nazis. And uh, this is why uh, Nazis in Australia should never be platformed. And this is why uh, they were especially uh, triggered that uh, this uh, photo surfaced on Blair Cottrell's te uh, telegram, uh, him posing with uh, ad, uh, ad man and now documentary maker, uh, Todd Sampson. He, uh, he grew into prominence as one of the regular uh, advertising panelists on the Gruen's transfer. He was the lefty Russell Howcroft was the right wing, and then there was Will Anderson, the host, making all these pathetic jokes. Now, in this uh, photo of Blair and, and Todd, Todd Sampson, you can see uh, Thomas Sewell in the, the background there. He's actually the the, the person featured in this uh, Todd, Todd Sampson documentary, not Blair. Uh, Blair just uh, turned, up, uh, turned up to meet Todd, Todd Sampson that day. Of filming, and so this was by the the Age. The the headline here: Todd Sampson's neo-Nazi row new series on hate and social media slammed. Uh, so the two-part documentary will be part of as a yet untitled new series from the Mirror Mirror presenter for Ten and Paramount Plus, uh, due to air later this year. Yeah, so an email seen by this masthead producer, Rebecca Lee Tornier, approached anti-fascist research group, the White Rose Society, seeking its involvement in exploring radicalism by extreme groups of young people via social media. And uh, they didn't reply. And so she followed up saying, uh, uh, framing the project as a documentary around social media and the spread of hate. Uh, but uh, White Rose Society uh, will not participate uh, now after discovering that uh, Blair and Tom are going to be involved in the project. The violent and Islamophobic rhetoric of neo-Nazis Blair Cottrell and Thomas Sewell and their group, the United Patriots Front were a major factor in the radicalization of Brendan Tarrant and his act of terror, slaughtering 51 Muslims at, at prayer in Christchurch. We advise any anti-fascists or academics that have been approached by Rebecca or Todd about their documentary to tell them to fuck off. Nothing good can come from providing a platform to violate neo-Nazis, no harzan. And uh, Tom Tanuki also uh, shared his insights, if you can call them that, on, on Twitter. Uh, so Tanuki advised uh, uh, that uh, the pair shouldn't be incorporated into media projects of any kind. They are savvy media manipulators and they use this kind of platform to mainstream their own interests or include coded messages for trolling uh, uh, political ends. And uh, Thomas Sewell has uh, responded to the pressure on uh, Todd Sampson to cancel the, the project 
uh, that uh, uh, said there said here. I think I've lost the I've lost the quote here. That uh, if the producers pull out from communist or oligarch pressure, we will post the large sections of the interview that we have because Tom, of course, filmed filmed it himself. And uh, Tanuki, he was uh, extremely triggered uh, that Samson was smiling uh, in the photo with there. Look at the guy, Tanuki wrote of Samson, so happy to be there, so chuffed. Dude has no idea of the ramifications that he is doing. Think you're Louis uh, Thriox, mate. Uh, referencing the documentary maker Louis Threx, who frequently penetrates extreme sex, cults, and political groups in his work, God Give Me Strength. And now Blair published on his Telegram channel a 12-minute response to this uh, Antifa White Rose uh, Tanuki triggering. Uh, Tanuki's real name is uh, Thomas uh, Stevens. And as Blair pointed out, there they're basically saying that uh, Blair is, well, as they say, a media manipulator, basically saying saying that uh, if he's giving a platform, his message will resonate uh, with a mass audience and lead to, to more people agreeing with his point of view. And as uh, the White Rose Society said, they they're boycotting the project because uh, they don't want to be, it seems that they don't want to be up against uh, Blair or, or Tom's arguments. And it basically seems to me that White Rose and, and Tanuki, they basically have no, they, they, they don't believe that their arguments, their political worldview can stand up uh, by itself and convince people by itself. And so they need to uh, censor and deplatform their opponents because they either believe that it's, it's, it's so easy to be persuaded by the other side or that uh, they believe that uh, the population are too stupid uh, to know what's good for them and they'll easily be uh, taken, taken a, a, a sweat in uh, what Tom and Blair have to say. And there, as Blair said, there hasn't been this mass triggering uh, since uh, uh, Blair was on uh, Sky News in 2019. They're, they're still triggered that uh, ABC Hack Live uh, gave Blair a platform. Uh, so, uh, and by their amplification and making Todd Sampson a trend on Twitter, uh, they've uh, also made uh, Blair and Tom uh, trend uh, as well. Uh, so they've actually, in, in, in their triggering, have actually amplified uh, Blair and Tom again. Like they, they have this, uh, that's, that's, how, that, that's how triggered uh, they get. I, I initially thought that uh, Todd uh, was making a documentary on uh, Face Your Fears because on the Gruen transfer, he wore a shirt once that said, white people make me nervous. He is married to an Asian and so he has half Asian kids. So um, he doesn't get uh, triggered in his family home unless he, uh, unless he sees himself in the mirror, then he gets uh, quite nervous, it would seem there. But moving on uh, to the main... Uh, main crux or, or main focus of uh, tonight's Wilmsfront. And that is, well, is the, the, 
the rolling lockdowns the past two years uh, were a godsend to the the mainstream media because with people locked in their homes, uh, it meant that uh, people had little else to do than watch Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, and uh, well, the the, the mainstream media. Uh, they made a comeback by scaring people uh, out of their wits. Uh, but there was one uh, news channel which continued to uh, tank in the ratings and they especially tanked after Donald Trump uh, left the, the White House and that is CNN. Now, for some reason, uh, they uh, decided to launch a their own streaming service called CNN Plus, which it wasn't just a restream of the, the CNN main channel, which nobody is watching. It was all new extra uh, content and they, what is it, invested about $300 million in it. And uh, it launched uh, it launched, launched uh, at the end of, of last month, and it only got uh, 10,000 subscribers. It was uh, $6, uh, $6 a month to subscribe to CNN+. Plus. Nobody knew that CNN Plus was in development until Chris Wallace, the anchor at Fox, uh, defected to join CNN+. Plus. And the idea that uh, people would pay $6 for more CNN, I mean, most people just uh, flick over to CNN because it's it's part of the, the basic cable package. I mean, CNN, after all, stands for a cable news network. So it was an absurd proposition. And so uh, not surprisingly, uh, CNN Plus is no more. And uh, the new uh, CNN chief, uh, Chris uh, Chris Litt, who's uh, taken over from uh, Jeff uh, Zucker, uh, who got uh, uh, fired for a consensual affair that he didn't uh, didn't uh, disclose uh, to uh, his bosses at Warner Media. Uh, Warner Media is is merged with uh, Discovery now, so Warner Brothers uh, Discovery. Uh, CNN is under new ownership and therefore new direction. So uh, Chris Litch uh, wants to bring CNN back to hard news instead of the appalling uh, opinion and uh, uh, fake news uh, that they propagated over the, the, the four years of the, the Trump administration when they, that's when they, they really lost the plot. And now we have, uh, speaking of uh, the the death of of one uh, new news service, uh, there is a a new uh, news service uh, launching in the the UK uh, today, uh, which is is Talk TV. It's Rupert Murdoch's uh, re-entry into the British uh, TV news market after he sold Sky News UK uh, about three years ago. Uh, to Comcast, uh, NBC, Universal. Uh, so it's the it's evolved from his uh, talk radio radio station, which had a a so, uh, they had a soft launch. It was called of Talk TV, Talk Radio TV, which it was a twenty four seven live stream uh, of the the radio station and at, at the clips uh, from the interviews particularly from breakfast hosts uh, uh, Julia Hartley Brewer and Mike Graham they went uh, viral on social media and so now launching a fully fledged TV network uh, but uh, 
The big name draw card they're relying on is uh, Piers Morgan, who, well, he's uh, reinvented himself as a, a, a as a warrior against cancel culture. Of course, he uh, walked off the scent, uh, set of uh, Good Morning Britain uh, uh, over a dispute uh, about uh, Meghan Markle. Uh, believe it or not, Meghan Markle still has uh, defenders. He couldn't stand uh, one of his co-presenters defending uh, Meghan Markle. And apparently he's uh, against ca- uh, uh, cancel culture and uh, wokies now because uh, he uh, believes that there's only two genders and is against gender fluidity and non-binary. I mean, that's just a f- standard uh, position now. Now, the true uh, uh, cancelled uh, Britain, like a person who was actually uh, completely cancelled by the British media, Piers Morgan, was was not, uh, Katie Hopkins. Uh, she released this informative uh, video uh, about uh, Piers Morgan, how he has participated in both uh, cancel culture, fake news, and of course he was a cheerleader for the lockdowns as well. Yeah, Sally here from Press and PR. Just wanted to go through some of the talkers for the Piers Morgan show. So uh, we're overlooking that he put false pictures on the front of the mirror endangering British troops because we're not going to talk about that. Okay, and the phone hacking thing, we're going to sweep that under the carpet. Okay, perfect. Um, The fact that he campaigned to get other people fired if he disagreed with them, uh, we're going to pass on that. I got it. And his obsession with Meghan Markle because she rejected him for her first interview in the UK, we are, we're not having anything to say about that. Perfect and that he failed in the States once before, but now he's been given another opportunity, even though he banged on about guns and Americans don't need to be told what to do by a fat British guy. We can talk about the weather instead. Um, And the fact he flounced off his own ITV show because he didn't like being spoken back to by the weatherman. We pass on that because it's Piers Morgan, right? And the fact he's 25 stone heavier, has about 18 chins and looks like a warthog that ate his whole family. It doesn't matter because it's Pierre Morgan and he's a guy. Okay, perfect. Got it. Yep, got it. Covered by the redemption of the male. Okay, super. Yeah, absolutely. No problem at all. Yes, Katie is correct that uh, Piers Morgan is very obese. His uh, suit hides it. Uh, another one of my favourite uh, British uh, commentators who's also been actually deplatformed, unlike Piers Morgan, uh, Alex Belfield calls him uh, morbidly obese Morgan. Uh, but uh, a news corporation, they've been going all out uh, with the uh, promotions for uh, Piers Morgan uncensored. Uh, this uh, was in the was in the uh, News Corp papers on Sunday, uh, a full two-page uh, two spread there. And so this, uh, Piers Morgan Uncensored, it's the, the centrepiece of the Talk TV launch. It's going to be broadcast on Sky News Australia. Piers, Piers Morgan came down under last month to be on all the Sky News programs to promote it, and he also went over to Fox News in the US to uh, promote it. And uh, his, uh, his show is going to be on the, the Fox News uh, 
streaming channel Fox Nation, which is actually much more successful than, than CNN+. Plus. But uh, you'll also recall that uh, Piers Morgan, he's failed in the US uh, TV market before with his uh, CNN program, uh, Piers Morgan Tonight. And the reason why it was such a complete failure, because he just uh, ranted against uh, guns and the Second Amendment every night. And that's not going to resonate with a US audience. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you remember the famous episode where he had Alex Jones on to uh, debate Piers Morgan. It was incredible. Alex Jones absolutely used that opportunity to supercharge uh, his following. But yes, I, I, don't, I don't think that, uh, well, I, that uh, Piers Morgan is going to be the uh, cancel, uh, cancel, against cancel culture draw card that uh, Rupert and News Corp think he is. Uh, remember that Sky News, they cancelled Alan Jones to make way to, for Piers Morgan and they've cut Paul Murray's show down to an hour. He's being paid Piers Morgan fifty million pounds over three years, uh, which works out to seventy-eight million Australian dollars. So he's ne- earning nearly thirty million Australian dollars per year. I mean, what's he do with all that money? He's apparently going to. It also includes a book deal, and he's going to write columns uh, for the New York Post and the Sun and the the new News Corp uh, tabloids as well. And uh, He's already uh, pissing off uh, the uh, the conservative uh, base that a lot of uh, News Corp papers have uh, with his uh, interview, uh, what well, interview with Donald Trump or the promo for it, uh, which show which uh, claims to show that Trump walked off the interview uh, because uh, uh, Trump uh, didn't agree with him. Uh, it, 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 because Piers Morgan believes that Trump lost the election fair and square, and apparently Trump walked off uh, from that. Uh, My advice is don't get sucked into watch this interview. Do not give Piers Morgan any airtime, clicks or views at all. Uh, I would so love for this to completely flop like his uh, US TV show is. And, yeah, he's... Uh, they've fired a whole bunch of other News Corp uh, talent to make way for him. Now, on to the other uh, failing uh, media platforms, and we've seen Netflix and uh, Disney stocks uh, plunge. Uh, it's Netflix, it's, bas- it's basically... It's become the most expensive uh, streaming service uh, with uh, less content I, mean, I think their highest their highest package is 23 australian dollars a month for 4k content and four screens i mean literally all there is on netflix now is the original content and and b b grade movies they haven't had a successful tv show since their their first ones house of cards and orange is the the new black and uh, the only thing I watch on Netflix is their, their crime uh, docu- uh, uh, documentaries, but uh, they also have plenty of uh, woke content as well. When I logged into my Netflix, the show they were all promoting was Heartstopper, a, which is promoted as uh, a, a, a swoon-worthy, heartfelt teen LGBTQ uh, drama. Uh, so, yes, uh, another, another groomer. Uh, show, uh, which is well, <laughs> Disney haven't copyrighted the the groomer 
uh, format. They've also on Disney Plus got their own LGBT uh, teen show called uh, uh, Love uh, Victor. And uh, both uh, Netflix and, and Disney stocks have, have plunged. This is uh, Netflix's plunge here. And this is Jim Cramer, the CNBC business guru, saying buy, uh, buy Netflix up here and it's just uh, crashed. And, of course, uh, uh, Disney uh, capitulated to its uh, woke employees and decided to uh, oppose Ron DeSantis's uh, parental rights in education uh, bill and uh, DeSantis and uh, the uh, Parliament or Congress of Florida decided, oh, say, what is it? Uh, you don't like uh, how how we're enacting uh, democratic laws in Florida? We'll strip you of your self-governing status because basically, uh, since uh, 1967, uh, Disney. Uh, in uh, Orlando, where it has its theme park, I was able to basically ha have its own county, or you could even call it its own foreign nation, where it was exempt from uh, certain taxes and building regulations. So DeSantis, even though he's a governor, is basically already annexed his first territory. Uh, he obviously has ambitions to be uh, president, so he's taken back uh, the uh, Reedy Creek area uh, from Disney there. And it's interesting, the uh, progressive Democrats, they're upset that Disney is going to have to pay more tax now and that they're not going to have special uh, legal uh, privileges there. Uh, so that is certainly something that uh, has backfired on Disney and uh, he is leading the way uh, against uh, the, 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 the woke uh, bullies and uh, uh, corporations. And so, and we're seeing, yeah, Netflix and Disney, literally they have gone woke and have, have gone broke. And uh, now a, another a big, uh, media outlet, uh, the the Washington Post, uh, which is owned by Amazon's uh, Jeff uh, Bezos, uh, one of their journalists, if you can call it that, uh, Taylor Lorenz, uh, uh, doxed the uh, uh, libs of TikTok creator, literally uh, doxed her. Uh, so her name is uh, Chaya uh, Rachik. I think I pronounced that right, because uh, in that Washington Post article, uh, Taylor Renz uh, provided a link to her real estate uh, license, uh, intent to try and get a real estate license revoked, which included uh, her home address. And Taylor Renz uh, went to her home uh, address. And of course, uh, she is somebody who, Taylor Renz, who cried about being uh uh, being uh, bullied online. She's claimed that she had severe PTSD from being a journalist and she broke down in a, an uh, MSNBC interview. Again, a scumbag hypocrite who only wants, uh, who believes that it's okay that when she uh, she, she does the, the doxing, uh, but, uh, you know, not, not when uh, people criticize her. The Washington Post claimed that Oh, she didn't violate any of our ethics. Yeah, because your ethics document is pile of garbage. That's <laughs> that, that's why. Now let's 
I should uh, I, I should uh, reference that the libs of TikTok Twitter account is still up and and active. Uh, uh, the the operator uh, Chaya hasn't been intimidated, and all the account is is just reposting uh, a liberal, uh, basically liberal groomers uh, on TikTok and. A, this uh, Taylor Wren, she actually credits uh, cre- credits this account by uh, of inspiring DeSantis' parental rights and education bill. She said she did the story because she thought it might be a foreign actor. That was her uh, excuse there. Now, another thing uh, the uh, uh, liberal progressives are triggered by in the US is uh, that uh, the uh, US airline mask mandate was struck down uh, by a federal judge in, in Florida. And for some reason, even though uh, uh, people were celebrating uh, mid-flight, uh, that uh, the mask mandates uh, were lifted. Jen Psaki, the, the White House press secretary, said that, oh, you know, just because there was uh, a clip going around of one plane doesn't mean that, but <laughs> you've seen multiple plane plane loads, uh, uh, US planes with heaps of people ma- maskless. Uh, there's still a, a federal uh, airport mask mandate in Australia. The, the Biden administration, for some reason, is going to appeal it, uh, apparently to drive their approval ratings even lower. This is a headline from the, the Babylon Bee. Uh, so listen, setting records is a matter of principle I've held dear since back when I was a chief judge for the folks at the Guinness World Records, Biden said to journalists. The Justice Department has already begun the appeals process as part of a government-wide effort to appear as the in enemy of the people, the claim to have enough grifty health professionals to convince the appeals judge how mandating useless cloth face coverings on airplanes is just the ticket to give President Biden a clear lead as the worst president in American history. They're clearly going for the, the downward spiral that Netflix and Disney. At publishing time, the Biden administration had announced plans to force elementary schools to hire convicted pedophiles as teachers. Babylon B, they're 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 really going all in uh, with their with their articles these days uh, against the the Biden administration and the and the groomers. Now, uh, that was the the big uh, pandemic uh, story in the the US. Uh, we're now being told uh, a reported last week uh, about that uh, the the World Health Organization was. Uh, monitoring Omicron uh, uh, BA4 and BA5. And uh, apparently uh, South Africa, uh, it's showing an upward trend in BA4 and BA5. So this is the the next wave just in time for the uh, both South African and Australian winter. So I guess we'll see the uh, hysterical uh, health Experts in Australia call for restrictions and and masks uh, again. Uh, So we'll see what uh, winter brings here in Australia. But uh, for now, uh, the focus of uh, the Australian media is the the federal election. And uh, John Howard, the the former Liberal Prime Minister, had an astonishing insight into uh, the, uh, what the this uh, election means. Former Prime Minister John Howard says the federal election campaign boils down to who Australians want to lead the country for the next three years. I never knew that. 
That's quite a revelation there, Johnny. Uh, so we've had another uh, Ipsos poll uh, tonight, which has the coalition at 32%, primary Labor 34%, which is 55 to 45 Labor. Uh, so Labor is still far ahead in the Ipsos financial review poll. There's going to be a news poll that's going to be dropping tonight. We'll see where that is as well. But uh, despite uh, Elbow being in isolation, uh, the polls are pretty much the same and Elbow is still doing uh, Zoom Zoom interviews. And the, the only symptom he has from COVID is he's just got an extra nasally voice like this. Uh, so there is no more uh, public holidays uh, until the, the federal election now. So it's uh, the, the next four weeks, it's going to be all out campaigning. Saturday, the, the 21st of May is our election day. And of course, here at Wilmstrand and the uh, uh, Tim's News Explosion, Wilmstrand and the Unshackled, we will uh, be doing an election night live stream, 6 p.m. Eastern time when the polls close over here and have an all-star panel with Stephen Berry, Richard Walsencroft, uh, Septimus Kane and uh, also Kyle Kutazi uh, as well. The nominations have closed now and the candidates have uh, been declared. Uh, early voting opens in another couple of weeks uh, on uh, May the 8th, I believe. So there is uh, a lot to go down. The uh, French uh, presidential runoff was held last night. And uh, Emmanuel Macron has uh, been re-elected for another five-year term, uh, 58% uh, to Marine Le Pen's 42%, though Marine Le Pen did better than uh, the runoff five years ago uh, when Macron won 66% to her 33%. And despite Macron's uh, uh, extremely uh, draconian lockdowns and mandates and vaccine passport systems. He's been rewarded with another five-year term while all the globalists uh, were backing him and all the other uh, French uh, parties were backing him uh, as well. But uh, on the, the streets of France, uh, they certainly commemorated Macron's re-election in true uh, French political style. <laughs> Macron is already bringing the nation back together uh, with his uh, re-election. Uh, now, following up a story uh, that uh, from last week, uh, now uh, ABC uh, presenter uh, Fazia Ibrahim, uh, she was uh, viciously uh, bullied and slandered by the leftist uh, drips on Twitter because uh, her uh, Twitter lists were uh, revealed that had a had uh, had lists. One was called uh, "Labor Trolls Thugs" and "Lobotomized Shitheads." 
Oh, well, those two groups have uh, bullied her off the air. And so she's uh, taking a break from on-camera duties and uh, the while the broadcaster is uh, reviewing recent social media activity, she wasn't the co-host of ABC News Weekend Breakfast. Now, despite her being a woman of colour, uh, because she disagreed with the, the militant Labour uh, drips on uh, Twitter, uh, she is now the subject of an ABC in internal investigation. I don't recall them doing one into Louise Milligan's uh, tweets. In fact, they uh, funded her uh, defamation payout that she had to give to uh, Andrew Lemming. Uh, Christina Keneally uh, this past week also published an apology to Andrew Lemming on uh, Twitter uh, for uh, defamatory uh, tweets. That's it for Tim's News Explosion. Uh, I don't think I'll be back later in the week for a Wilmsfront. Uh, watch this space. I'll let you guys know on my social medias, Telegram, uh, Gab, Mines, and Locals. Uh, but definitely back for another Trad Tasman talk uh, with uh, Stephen Berry, who will be co-host uh, for uh, another week. Uh, make sure you tune in to his uh, Mr. Berry, Mr. Berry shows he's producing a lot now since he uh was sacked uh from office works all right have a nice week uh stay safe and uh stay sane tim's news explosion 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 Tim's News Explosion. Tim's News Explosion.